Welcome to Wise Advice on Educational Planning, presented by Macmillan Education, the nation's oldest and foremost educational consulting firm. Today, we talk about applying to UK universities with Amy Christie, who is an expert in international universities and working with international students. Before joining Macmillan Education, Amy spent eight years as a college counselor and English teacher in London at TASSIS, the American school in England. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. All right. So let's just hop right into it. Um, I think it might be easiest to start with just kind of a general comparison between the U.S. and the U.K. and what that uh, process looks like. In order to understand the differences between the U.K. and U.S. applications, people need to understand some of the inherent differences in just the university experience in the UK versus the US particularly. Um, So the main thing that students need to understand if they're contemplating going to university in the UK is that they are applying to a specific course of study. They're not applying to the university in general, as is the case with many U.S. colleges and universities. In the U.K., students are applying to a specific course of study. In the U.S., we would call that a major. And so if students think they want to go to university in the U.K., but they're not sure what they want to study, They need to think about that carefully first, and their Macmillan counselor can help them think about that and either choose something that feels like a good choice for them or maybe um, leave, leave university in the UK for graduate school if they're not really sure what they want to study. In addition to applying to a specific course, um, another difference is that in the UK, Uh, bachelor's degrees usually require three years of study instead of four, which might be particularly appealing to students and parents. Also, the review process itself is very different. So at most universities, the applications are not read by a centralized admissions committee reading for the entire university. Usually the applications are read by the professors in the department to which the student is applying. And I've even um, been told that particularly in the past, um, this may still be true at some universities, um, the, the role of reading the applications was not um, very appealing to the professors in that department. And so sometimes the rookie professor was handed the job of wading through all of these applications from these secondary school students hoping to join that program. And so very different concept, very different approach on the university side as well. And so we try to remind students when they're applying to the UK, um, and, and this this goes to the, the major difference in, in that it is not a holistic review the way uh, the U.S. promises with its applicants. But in the U.K., students are applying to a course and the people reviewing their application are the professors in that course. And so that's why they're trying to determine, is this student 
ready and willing and enthusiastic enough to join my classes and be a constructive contributor to our department. What's the major difference between the college life or the culture in the UK and the US? Yes, this is another significant difference that prospective students need to think about. And again, this is reflected in the whole application process. Um, so even just our U.S. phenomenon of going on college trips and piling everybody in the car and driving hundreds and hundreds of miles to go tour colleges, um, the very fact that U.S. colleges offer tours year round, um, usually three a day, is very different from the U.K. culture. So instead of kind of traveling all over the country, looking at different universities and evaluating their campuses and their facilities and is this one prettier or is that one? And is there cool stuff to do nearby? That's what a lot of the U.S. students are looking at. Um, the U.K. students are mainly choosing their universities based on the strength of the academic program they're looking at. Uh, there are no lazy rivers at U.K. universities. There are no rec pools for sunbathing. So that kind of lifestyle vacation cruise party atmosphere that exists at some U.S. universities is really not a priority in the U.K. And so reflecting that, the search itself um, is different for students um, growing up within that culture. And so students not growing up in the UK need to be aware that that's how people are choosing their universities. Um, and so students usually, as we said before, they usually know the course that they want to apply to. And there are ranking systems within the UK. We, we, we at Macmillan try not to turn families to rankings in general, especially the ones produced in the U.S., but the rankings in the U.K. are produced by objective outside um, entities. They are not money-driven the way the U.S. rankings are, and so students usually have a dependable um, ranking system to look at to, to evaluate the quality of the academic courses that they're looking at, and um, they use their predicted scores, which is another very, very foreign and kind of scary concept to some American families. They use their predicted scores to evaluate their chances um, of acceptance to different programs. Um, also, the understanding that they need to include what they would call insurance choices is very clear. Um, I don't think that there are many UK students who are, um, you know, banking on submitting only to courses that are highly selective that they don't have the predicted scores for um, and just kind of hoping that the planets align in their favor. Um, students are very practical, mi practically minded about how they apply. And um, in order to help students make those wise decisions, 
universities actually publish the scores that they want to see in order for students to receive um, um, conditional or even sometimes unconditional offers at their universities. Um, so the, the selection process of the students, the evaluation process on the university side, and even um, how universities recruit students um, in in a much softer manner um, is all very different from these. So as we dive into the more nitty gritty of the application, can we just start with defining some of the uh, jargon that's used? Yes, absolutely. I think this is one of the pieces of the UK application that is most baffling to students sometimes. And so even though we we have US students who speak English um, and, and students from around the world looking at UK universities and, and they all speak um, English fairly well, sometimes just the terminology is confusing. So for example, um, on the application, the universities, the, the UCAS system wants students to list their qualifications. Um, our students sometimes don't realize, well, this means basically your diploma, your high school diploma that you have not earned yet is going to be your major qualification that you are applying with. Um, the UCAS application will ask for modules. Well, that sounds totally bizarro to a U.S. student. What they mean is, what were the courses you completed within your diploma uh, qualification? Another term that they use that's different is they'll say you're applying to the faculty of uh, history or the faculty of biology. And uh, by that, they mean the department, the academic department. Americans use faculty to mean a group of professors or a group of teachers. So sometimes just wading through this terminology can become confusing and therefore stressful to parents and students. And that's what we're here to help with. Okay. So with, with that in mind, we have the Common App. They have the UCAS. Can you get into what that is a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. So, so as as people know, in the United States, the Common Application is the online application that most uh, colleges and universities, private and public, in the U.S. accept. Um, and so that's the main platform that students use to apply to college. In the UK, there is only one way to apply to university, and it's through the UCAS, U-C-A-S, the UCAS online system. And so UCAS is not only the website where students create their account and complete the application and submit it. It's also a really robust resource with videos about everything to do with the culture of going to uni in the UK, how to find accommodations, which is which is another term term that students would need to familiarize themselves with, um, which is housing, how to find accommodations, transportation, 
um, you know, how to how to access different resources on campus. Um, loads of help with writing your personal statement, which we'll talk about in a bit. And so UCAS is not only the name of their application, but it's really the clearinghouse that all applications go through um, it, before they're evaluated by the universities. So are there any other? Yes, there are several other very detailed, nuanced differences um, that we can help families with. Um, the actual submission process is a little bit different. Um, the reference that students request may need to be written by a different person and focused in a different way than their U.S. Um, guidance counselor, school counselor, college counselor recommendation would be written. Um, similarly, students are going to need to self-report a lot of important information. Um, the school does not submit information directly on their behalf. So these are some other important differences um, that students may want some help with. All right, Amy, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you for listening to Wise Advice on Educational Planning. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review.